After an uninspiring first televised leaders debate last night, the latest TVNZ Varian poll shows Labour is continuing to lose much-needed support. The party is at 27%, downed one from the same poll just a week ago. But National has also dropped 2%, down to 37 And that drop in support for our two main parties has paid off for both the Greens and ACT. Both are up 2 to 12%. The poll has New Zealand First steady on 5%. Te Pāti Māori is steady on 3 Top is steady on 1%. And Freedoms New Zealand and New Zealand Loyal are also registering on 1%. As for preferred Prime Minister, it's a bit ho-hum like last night's debate. Both Christopher Luxon and Chris Hipkins are steady and still tied at 23%. The same as last week. There is daylight between them and David Seymour on 5%. Winston Peters is steady on 4%. But Nicola Willis and Chloe Swarbrick are both up 1% to 2%. On those numbers, National would bring 46 MPs to Parliament, Labour would have 34 and ACT in the Greens 15 each. New Zealand would bring, uh, New Zealand First would bring in 6 MPs. And to Party Māori 4, it would give National and ACT a combined 61 seats. Labour, the Greens and to Party Māori combined would fall eight seats short of forming a government. Our political editor, Jane Patterson, joins us now in the studio because, boy, those are a lot of numbers to crunch. OK, get to Labour in a minute, but on first blush, this is very interesting with National, down to 37, dropping two points, meaning they'd only have a one-seat majority they must be looking at that and potentially getting the frighteners on. So not a massive dip for Labour, uh, for National, but certainly not in the direction that they would want to be going. And of course last week there was a lot of scrutiny on their tax plan, so maybe that's starting to reflect a little bit. Um, maybe people are starting to look at those governing arrangements and if they are right-leaning or, or wanting a change of government, looking at how that might look. Um, in terms of Labour, yeah, a, a drop still on that steady decline. That this is not the direction they want to be going and Chris Hipkins has just told One News that um, he thinks that National has peaked and that it's his job now to mop up those votes. I think that's pretty optimistic given the trend that Labour has been on. But National and Act just able to govern together on these numbers and it, it is close. But as we've seen in MMP elections, even with relatively popular parties and governments, it's always quite a tight squeeze, so no one can take anything for granted at this stage of the game. And so what does that mean about New Zealand First's relevance at 5% when National and ACT have just one seat over the line? Again, when there is a, a second alternative, it gives National potential options in terms of negotiating, but they would much prefer, I'm sure, to just be able to put together a, a government with ACT, um, which on these numbers they can just do. But I think we're seeing the, uh, because the two smaller, well, because the two parties, ACT and the Greens, were the ones to pick up support, People are obviously looking at the two main parties, but there's obviously still not. Um, there is a little, there might be a bit of disillusionment, a lack of connection with those two parties, even though National was starting to um, get up into better numbers, into the sort of high 30s and, and in the 40s for, for some poll. So the Greens picking up um, 2.2, to 12%, but for this it means that the votes on the left aren't moving into that right block. So if Labour's um, picking up or losing, it's the Greens that are benefiting. So it's not really 
um, advantageous for Labour because they still can't put the numbers together. They, yeah, they're just moving the chairs. That's right. They'd be the really to really be making any progress here. They need to be taking the votes from National, and that's not happening. Yeah, and just looking at the numbers, um, we were talking about this earlier today, before what we we knew these numbers were. This is a poll, but obviously if the ultimate poll turns out a number like that, well, um, Chris Hipkins will be delivering one of the worst losses in recent history, taking the crown potentially from David Cunliffe in the 2014 election. Isn't it incredible? Because they had a majority just three years ago in 2020 and secured one of the biggest victories for Labour and just in that turnaround and obviously you know Chris Hipkins has put a lot of it on COVID the cost of living crisis has hit them hard but what a turnaround Um, and and you look at the political events in terms of the leadership changes Jacinda Ardern leaving to hopefully revive Labour's chances but Chris Hipkins just has not been able to capitalise on that fresh start that she gave Labour they had a bounce at the start of the year but really it's just been a downward slide for them since then and it's very difficult to see that trend um, being arrested at this stage. Good news for uh, the Green Party and the ACT Party coming back with stronger numbers. Um, They had been up and down and dipping around a little bit in in other polls so I think both of those um, parties would be happy but as I said if you look at it on the left and right block still relatively stable numbers in terms of what the potential government might look like. So at um, quick glance this polling was from last Saturday up until last night. So it did take in some of the debate. What say you about the relevance of the debate? I don't know how much the debate would have come into these particular numbers. It would have just caught the very end. And my impression from the debate was that it probably wouldn't have moved anyone's uh, decision. I don't think they would have you know, maybe been looking at Chris Luxon and then said, oh, but we really like Chris Hipkins or either way. So I... I it obviously has a it obviously has a um, an impact on on voters, but I don't know if this if the debate would have had too much of an impact, particularly given the timing of it at, at the very end of the poll. Um, as I said, a lot of uh, debate and scrutiny on the different plans of the parties last week, so that that pressure starting to come on um, again. That may be attributed to that national dip as well. People may be having a look at the tax plan, maybe. You know, and being not quite so sure a about being able to fund it, but also if people are going to look at actually what they get under National's tax cut plan, there's been some pretty clever marketing with uh, the 250 per fortnight figure thrown around. That is for a very specific family and specific number. So if other people are looking, they're not they're not going to get that much. It really does range. So maybe with the attention coming onto that, uh, that has caused them to dip a little bit. The other thing is we are in very high exposure time as well. So, um, you know, the National and Labour are getting a lot of coverage just by dint of being led by the two men who may become Prime Minister and maybe people are just easing off that a bit too in terms of seeing them all the time um, and maybe seeing a bit too much of them but uh, tied at 23% um, each just like last night they gave themselves 8 out of 10. Now it looks like the public scoring them uh, on about the same kind of ratios. Thank you Jane for that. That is our political editor Jane Patterson and if you were just joining us National is down in this most recent poll from TVNZ Varian Poll. Uh, 37 dropping two points. Labour has gone down to 27%, um, down 1% from the same poll a week ago. And as Jane was saying, it is uh, the Greens and ACT who have both benefited from that, both up two points to 12%.